Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, Ryan Rizuki, stops in. We talk hoops. We talk life. Let's dive right in with Ryan Rizuki. All right. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I'm your host, Andre Pirano, with here, my main man, Ryan Rizuki. What's up, my man? What's going on? What's going on, man? Can't be better, dude. Everything's good. Good, good. All right, brother. So I got me some questions for you, and I want to know your answers in these buy-in questions. Are you ready? No, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So for players to get in shape, how important is that? Not just basketball shape with, like, you know, hitting your – um, you know, obviously taking the ball to the hole like a, like a dog, but I mean, physical shape, lifting weights, running, um, all of that. How, how important is being in shape? No, it's, it's super important. And it's funny. Cause I tell a lot of my players, like I pretty much break it down to about three different things. Right. So, okay. Skill work where you're going to get it either on your own or with a trainer. And that's all your passing. You're shooting, you're dribbling, you know, stuff like that. Simple, just skills. You're finishing, you know, being able to use both hands. Those are skills. Footwork is skill, right? Then you got yes. then you got your IQ, understanding how to read the defense, understanding how to play different, you know, different defensive schemes, offensive schemes, where to move, how to move, you know, how to get to your spots, et cetera, et cetera. Then last, like, one of the things that takes people the farthest is just their athleticism alone. And it's funny that you'll see people in the league who have made it to the highest levels of basketball and are horrible basketball players, but they're just stupid athletes. And obviously I'm saying that in, you know, uh, the nicest way. But um, what I mean is, like, you being athletic, you can work on your crossover every single day. But if you, if you got it to the best it can get, now you got to work on either your hand speed, your foot speed. So how do you move even more effective? I can work on my under-the-legs move every day, and I might go as hard as I can, and I might never lose the ball. You know what I'm saying? I might, right. I might blow by someone, hit him with a quick behind the back and stop on a dime. But my stop on a dime could be going from, you know, five miles per hour to zero, or I could work on my shape and go from a 10 miles per hour to zero, which makes a huge difference in my ability to, you know, re- to, to make plays that weren't even capable before. If I'm, you know, driving one, two pull up and I lift an extra three inches off the ground than I did before. Now I'm rising over defenders versus before I couldn't do that. You know, I had to settle for a step back or a pullback or I had to kick it out because I wasn't able to get those shots. So being in shape will open up a lot of doors for you to get the shots off that you need to get off. And defensively, oh my God, man, you can sit in a stance and guard anyone. You don't get bullied in the post. People can't blow by you. You can hold your ground. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm loving everything you said, Ryan. Um, one thing I do want to ask you is, you know, as a as a trainer and working with not only NBA guys, college guys, high school guys, um, you're in great shape. You bought into this process about a year ago and you you're you're eating very well. Um, you obviously put on a lot of size um, with working out. Um, now, do you preach the diet and the lifting? Yeah, every day, man. I tell all my guys, like, you know, if I see you for an hour a day, this is not enough. We got, you know, we got good skill work in for an hour. Now that you learned a lot about the game, go home and go rep it out. And then don't fuel your body with junk food. Right. You know, a peak athlete. And on top of that, depending on your age, you want to go do some strength or conditioning or balance or some sort of plyometric training 
something to get you in shape. And I'm saying whether you're eight years old or 12 years old, you can't put a toll on your body, of course, but you got to understand that you can work on your flexibility. You can work on different aspects of your athleticism that will allow you to have longevity in this game and, um, and then continue to progress. So, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're old enough, go lift weights. If you're mature enough, go lift weights. If you're not, Go do some jump ropes. Stay in shape. Make sure you can run fast, jump fast. You know, you got quick first steps, et cetera, et cetera. Work on your push-ups. Go do pull-ups. Go do stuff with your body. So it's, it's something that I preach all the time is, you know, great, good skill work today. Way to learn the game. Way to get better at the game. Now go home and complete the rest. Take care of your body. Make sure that you're stronger, faster, quicker, and then fuel it because you eat good food. You recover faster. You know, you're, you're in better shape. You can move better. Absolutely. Now, do you also preach water and hydration? Because there, a lot of people are out there, they're drinking a lot of different sports drinks, um, energy drinks. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I love my coffee. I, I drink a lot of coffee, but I do drink about a gallon and a half water a day. Um, do you preach the hydration part as well? Oh, water is pretty much the only liquid I drink, if you, if you know that. Um, yes. Every, every now and then, you know, Johnny's obsessed with smoothies, so we'll, I'll get a smoothie. You know, I, I love smoothies, too. You can't not, you know, can't not love a smoothie. But obviously, I'll get something on the healthier side, not like a, you know, sugary smoothie, something more like kale, spinach, et cetera. But um, other than that, you know, aside from, aside from the smoothies, everything I drink is just water. So, you know, making sure that you're staying hydrated, especially during the heat. You know, you keep yourself hydrated. You can go longer. Your, your body, your muscles won't be so sore. You won't be achy and, and hurting. You want to continue. Like, your body's a huge – a lot of it is water. So you got to, Yo, yeah, yeah. You got to keep putting water back into it, and uh, and it's huge. I mean, you, you're never really going to put too much in. I mean, if you do, then that's weird. But <laughs> yeah. Now, now I know in the last year you've you've gotten tremendous gains in your body, like physically. Yeah. Um, you're still very young. Um, now I know that you noticed that, and that is a process that you know nowadays, uh, kids. Uh, young adults, they're they're into instant gratification. They want they want it now. Michael. Uh, you, yes, you bought it in, and it's a process. Um, now, do they look at you and see that it's taken you about a year to get to where you are, and you're still not done? And do they lock in and want to do that? Like, do they talk about that with you? Uh, some some ask about it, right? But not necessarily. Like, obviously, you know, I, I transformed my own body, and and I was never out of shape. But, you know, now I'm just in better shape than I've ever been. And uh, it's just one of those things like, you know, I, I, I took your advice, actually, and, and you told me, well, you need to. I said, oh, man, I don't got time for lifting because I'm training every day. And you said, well, you don't prioritize it. So it ended up just me being, you know, building a habit and saying that I got to do this every single day. So I do, you know, I do motivate and inspire the people that I talk to about it when they say, hey, man, like, you, you're looking, looking stronger, looking bigger, what, you know, what you've been doing, et cetera. And I'll tell them, I just like the same way that I shoot every single day, the same way that I, you know, do workouts every single day, I've made it a habit to go lift weights every day, you know, and some days are going to be worse than others. And some days are going to be way better than others. But the fact that I forced myself to just make it a habit to continually do good things every day um, is huge for me. So it's something that I do tell them to do. Just unfortunately, it's not something that like gets brought up often enough. Since right. We're always talking basketball talk and not necessarily talking lifting, but with the older players, it's something that I, you know, stress as they get older. Um, not so much with the younger ones, but as they get older, I'm like, hey, you know, you're starting to get 14, 15. It's about time to, you know, even if you can't hit the weights, it's about time to do some pull-ups, some push-ups, some plyometrics, some resistance training, something to get your body in, in better and stronger shape. Because if you can keep that at a younger age, oh, my God, you're going to thank yourself when you get older. 
Yeah, man, that's heat right there. I'm loving that. That's sick. Now, let me ask you this. You just talked about shooting. Um, For the summer, you know, obviously kids want to always become a better shooter or or a better ball handler. Mm -hmm. Let's just lock in on shooting. Okay. How does somebody lock in on becoming a better shooter for the summer? Because I do know if, if you go out, let's say you go out and put up 500 shots, but if you shoot, you know, a hundred bad shots, that's going to mess up your form, right? Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you, cause you can't be with them while they're shooting all the time. So what, what advice do you give players and kids to get their shot ready? You know, honestly, this could be a much longer conversation, but typically the two pieces of advice that I always give is shoot with good form and shoot every single day. That is the two biggest pieces of advice. Like, I get it. Not everybody shoots the same. But your ideal goal is to shoot exactly like Clay Thompson or Devin Booker and get as close as you can to that form, right? If you can get as right. close as you can to that form, you, everyone's going to have minor differences because of certain body mechanics. Maybe your elbow's a little bit in. Maybe your elbow's a little bit out. Maybe your left-hand placement is a little bit different because your hands are smaller. Maybe your right-hand placement is slightly different. Maybe you hold the ball an inch or two to the right or an inch or two to the left, and I get that. Everyone doesn't shoot exactly the same, but you try to replicate that form with the least amount of movement, you know, just going straight up and down that line in the ball. So form shooting. And, and also what I tell people is stop moving back. Like, you know, you, we got like 10, eight, you got, you got eight year olds, seven year olds, nine year olds, 10 year olds, 11 year olds that are trying to shoot threes. And that's an issue. Like, you know, I'm, I know for you, you didn't let your son shoot threes until he got old enough. I didn't let my little brother shoot threes until he got old enough. And, a part of that was just, hey, you know, make sure you get your form down. And if you can't make eight out of ten out of from five feet away, then you don't deserve to back up to seven feet. And you don't deserve to back up to nine feet. And you don't deserve to back up to 11 feet or et cetera, et cetera. Once you make eight out of ten, then you, like, consistently, obviously not one-time miracles, <laughs> you know, consistently can make about 80% from certain range. Then you deserve to step back. And unless – Yes. Unless you yes. can't, you know, and obviously shooting them with good form. And, uh, and I'll let them step back. And what's funny is I – I always get in this small argument with players um, and it's, it's not even much of an argument, but we, we discuss about this because they'll, they'll shoot from a spot. Let's say they're shooting some free throws, right? And this is a new player that I'm working with. They're working on their form and, and they're trying to get it down. So, you know, they've, they've made some close shots and they back up to the free throw line and they hit it, swish, 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 bank. And, you know, they accidentally bank it in and they're like, Oh yeah, that like, you know, that counts. And I'm like, nah. And they'll tell me, but it counts in a game. I'm like, yes, it counts in a game. I get that. But that accidental motion is not repetitive you missed the rim by at least a foot or two feet and hit the backboard and it went in. You can't repeat an accident like that, you know, on purpose, at least. Otherwise it's not an accident. So, you know, certain things like that, you got to You got to hit it where you're trying to hit it. If you're trying to bank in eight out of 10, bank in eight out of 10. If you're trying to swish eight out of 10, swish eight out of 10, you know, and just put it where you want it every single time, hold your fall through and just from every spot around the floor, five feet away, 10 feet away. 15 feet away, make those before you start stepping out to that three point line. How, how do you get them to buy into that? Because I, like the instant gratification, so, you know, becoming a great shooter, it doesn't just take the three months in the summer. It's going to take about six months to a year. Yes. Yeah. But how do they, how do they buy into that? What do you tell them? Do you give them a certain message? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the toughest thing. So it's, it's so hard to get them to buy in, but, and, and some, some people do and some people don't. And it's just about how bad you want it. So I'm going to tell them this. And uh, so it depends, right? <clears throat> Sometimes people are changing their form. 
or sometimes people are just trying to become a better shooter. So if you're changing your form, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you straight up, hey, listen, you are going to suck. You are going to be horrible for one week straight. You might be the worst shooter you've ever been. And, uh, and actually, we got a player, Vinny, who's going through the same thing. He went through about a two-month two process of changing his shot, lifting his, you know, lifting his set point, getting his offhand off the ball. He went through a two-month process where he was still playing games, still working out of but couldn't hit a shot to save his life. So now, two months later, his set point is raised, his form looks pretty good, it's solid, and now he's able to get it off. So the, the one way that I get him to buy in is tell him, like, listen, you will struggle, right? Let yourself struggle for one month or one week or however long it takes you to get your shot down and reward yourself for the rest of your life. Woo! I'm loving that heat, brother. Thank you. Loving that. Love that. I try to tell E all the time, my son. Yeah. I say, look, dude, we're shooting from free throw line and closer. He gets so mad at me, uh-huh. but I tell him, I don't care. You're going to, you want to become a lockdown shooter? This is where we got to start yeah. from. A lot of form shooting. All the best shooters in the world will tell you the same thing. And even that, like, just, just being able to hit shots from close, then you deserve to step back. And once you, if you start to step back too early, you're going to mess up your whole form. You, it's going to be janky from every spot on the floor. And, and you won't have any consistency. And, and form, pe- you know, people get over, over form all the time. And, oh, it's not that important, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I believe it is. Because the more consistent your form is, the more consistent your shots are. The more consistent your shots are, the more consistent your makes are. Yes, and staying positive with your rhythm shooting and flicking that wrist. you got to stay positive in every shot. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, man, with all of this, let's wrap it up. Um, you have any positive, positive advice for anyone listening, whether they're a youth player, a coach, a parent, a college kid, uh, what you got to say? So it's, it's, the, it's being patient and or being like impatiently patient would probably be the best advice I can give, right? Like, uh-huh. you have to understand that the grind, like we explained, is, is a long grind. It's going to take you months. It might take you weeks. It might take you years to become the player that you want to be, right? So you got to understand that, and but you have to attack it impatiently. So you know what I'm saying? Like, every single day, you got to grind. Like, you want it to happen tomorrow. Like, tomorrow's the day that you want to be an amazing shooter, and that's how hard you got to grind. But you also have to understand that, hey, it might not be tomorrow. It might be a month from now. It might be two months from now. But I'm going to work my ass off. Sorry, excuse my French. But I'm going to work all good. I'm going to work my butt off every single day until the things that I want to happen are going to happen. And if you have any questions, the Internet gives you all the resources in the world. There are thousands of coaches and trainers and people out there who are willing to give you advice or have shared their advice with you. Search it. Find it. Seek the answers that you need and then just go home and put in the work. Ooh, I'm loving that. Now, Ryan, if any of these players, any of these coaches, any of these parents want to get a hold of you, where can they reach out to my man, Ryan? So I got three places, right? You can go to, you can reach me at R2Bball on Instagram and Twitter, or you can search Ryan Rizuki on YouTube. So I'm actually putting out a lot more stuff on all three platforms, and I'm hoping to put a lot more IQ on there. So for about the past couple of years, maybe about the year, past year or so, I put out a lot of skill work and trying to help people out with their skills. But now, I'm, you know, I got a lot of skill work out there. If you want to find it, I got a ton of my YouTube, Twitter, IG, right? But now I'm going to start to put out a little bit more IQ stuff to help to teach the game and help people understand it in a more intellectual way. So um, those three, R2 people or just Ryan Rizuki. It's a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. You dropped crazy knowledge today through a lot of assists today, buddy. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you.
Thank you, brother. Sorry. All right. Later.